go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let them beat you down. Don't let them beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian. And this is going to be another little mini-sode. We do these occasionally. They pop out. This one is probably not going to be as funny, I hope, but it's something I think that warrants a conversation. The situation down in Ferguson and everything that's been going on there. Indeed. We wanted to talk a little bit about it and... We had, we had some opinions. I've, I've done a lot of reading on the grand jury reports, mm-hmm. had some in opinions on stuff like that, and none of what we say really has a ton of weight because we're not experts, right. but, uh, you know, we I feel like we have something to bring to the table by opening a dialogue, talking yeah. about it openly. And we'll, we'll see what happens, but I feel like uh, a show like this has a better chance of possibly getting a more balanced conversation and look at it than any mainstream media out there is willing to put out. True. That does seem to be biased largely all over the place. So, uh, yeah, I just definitely wanted to have a mostly unbiased conversation about about it. And uh, any listeners that want to uh, open a dialogue with us, that would be awesome. Uh, take a read on uh, some of the information that's out there. Or if you already have, talk back to us. Or if you just, if you've got, if you if you want to rant at us, that's fine. Like, I totally will yeah. read. So if somebody just wants to be like, you are ignorant idiots. And you By just all means, go ahead. Fire away. You know what? We're you, not trying to offend or incite anybody, yeah. but we're also, we're aware that some of the things we may say here in a, in a few minutes might cause some strong emotions. People may have a strong emotion. And if you want to write back and tell us we're, we're sacks of shit that are full of shit and should eat shit fine that's, i'm cool with that that's yeah. totally i will i will hopefully not take too much of it to heart because i have sense but you know what if we happen to say something here and we and we and we're missing the boat in your opinion and 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 there is a, a valid and educated counter argument yeah counter argument that you yeah. want to that you want to throw at us we're not close-minded we would love to hear love what you to have to say it. you yeah. can you can hit us up on our like email. i said we're not experts we don't know everything so if you have information we don't let us know. Absolutely. Uh, email us at downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dneighborsband. Use the hashtag final hour. It's a really good way for us to track down everything that's been talked about this show. Send us a picture of your middle finger at downstairsneighbors <laughs> on Instagram. Always good. We'll, we'll take those too. Yep, yep. And uh, But again, we are really, we're not trying to offend anyone with this. This is just hopefully a healthy conversation is what I hope we can have here. We wanted. I, I really wanted to sit down and be like, hey, uh, I've had a lot of conversations with my brother over mm-hmm. the last couple of days about it, and I really walked away from it feeling enlightened and good about it. And I just was like, hey, if we sat down and you and I talked about it, as if we're sitting in a living room with some people and we've all got opinions on this and we're going to talk about this, and then after I piss you off, you're going to go in my bathroom and drop a huge steamer and, and, and not flush and be <laughs> like, take that, you racist piece of shit. Um, that'll be fine too. This obviously falls into the category of things that we probably just shouldn't even be talking about. <laughs> that we're really not necessarily qualified uh, to to discuss, really. And and the, we're here more for entertainment, but it's it's pretty unignorable right now. It does seem to have the attention of America, right? So we're going to be as respectful as we can, and 
I know that some of my viewpoints aren't the most popular with uh, what I'm seeing in mainstream media and on the social media and whatnot. Sure. Uh, I'm, but uh, so let me just preface this entire conversation with: I'm not hoping to offend anyone. I know <laughs> you're not either. I'm really curious. Are you just going to talk about like we should just pave Ferguson, just burn the town and <laughs> pave the whole thing? Well, well not before it. we nuke it. See, I, I'm worried that that <laughs> it, I assume that is not your standpoint no, on the city no, no, of Ferguson. My, I I believe that my standpoint on it is coming from one of common sense. Unfortunately, what I'm seeing a lot of out there is that common sense is not the popular way to look at it. This Let me be, elaborate. Yeah, I, yes, uh, more. So basically, my standpoint on on it is we we didn't talk about it until this grand jury thing was done. And there's, right. a, there's a reason for that. A, we were really trying to avoid all news and current events. Yes. And uh, just, you know. Fail. Fail. <laughs> fail uh, <laughs> but whatever. But also, it was all he said, she said at that point. Until some sort of governing body, i.e. a grand jury, makes some sort of official decision, we didn't have anything other than News reports from, let's face it, there is no solid, to my knowledge, I've yet to find a, a, an actual mainstream news source that doesn't have a bias one way or the other. Uh, I really enjoyed when the uh, the city prosecutor, Ferguson, actually, before he read the findings of the grand jury, mm-hmm. he basically slut-shamed the media for yes. like 10 minutes. And they deserve it. Absolutely. Oh, my God. They've been off. There's been, like, the thing with like, what we're talking about is there's no evidence out. We we didn't see any evidence because they locked it all down. There is and now. Kept it. You're now saying, you're is. saying right. before there right. was. Right. I'm talking about before. Right. Before, after, after Ferguson happened, all we had were hearsay from people that said they saw it or they had a friend who saw it. All over the news, it was just, they, they had no concrete facts because they hadn't released any concrete facts. Right. I mean, the off anything the officer had said was you know sealed under the grand jury anything most all the witness testimony was sealed all the all the all the for- forensics evidence <laughs> was sealed it's all sealed it's, so there's no evidence to talk about which right. is why i didn't want to talk about it on our thing i'm exactly. like there's nothing to know yet exactly let's wait until there's something to know that opinion was not shared by cnn fox news msnbc or any Anybody. number of the media, which, as far as I can tell, was just like, well, let's just take shots in the dark and see what happens, you know? Right. And so, and so, what? What it's been awful. I just what ended say. up happening was you had two camps. You had, I'm not going to say they're the only ones, but the ones that I was mostly aware of was you had Fox News, really highlighting the cop side of it and really taking a stance of, you know what, the cop says this and this and this. We're going to believe that, and we're going to report. I'm using finger quotes. I mean, all they knew, by the way, when you say the cop says, all they knew is that the cop says, I didn't kill him. Right, exactly. I didn't murder him. In in fact, I shot him, and and he died, but I didn't murder him. Right. killed him, but I didn't murder him. That's all they knew. Right, because actually uh, the biggest, the the most detailed statement, if you will, from him actually didn't come from him. It came from his girlfriend or wife or whoever. She Uh, made a comment. Yeah. She made a statement, and they ran with that. And then you had, it seems like every other media outlet went went the other way, and they went with the, the more civil rights end of it, uh, of assuming that this was an unarmed, I'm going to say it the way that it, was, that it was said, this is an unarmed black child that was gunned down by a white cop. That is a horror, uh, to, to quote Jon Stewart, who actually I think was on that side of things, I'm, I am interested, I have not seen anything he said since the evidence has come out, I'm curious to know if his view has changed on it because right. he was he was vehemently saying yes 
that is horrible sounding. Right. Th- that unfortunately that's what happened and it is horrible. It's not looking like that's what happened now. Well, I, I've read the uh, some of the grand jury. There's 5,000 pages. Just to start off, I have not read all 5,000 pages. How dare I am, you? I am not an expert on on this, but right. I have read quite I've read most of the witnesses. I read the forensics report and I read the cop the interview with the police officer by another um by the uh internal investigation committee mm-hmm. or whatever they, they, when they interviewed him and said what the hell happened i read that interview okay so i've read those two things and based on the information that i've read in those the forensics seems to back up his story that the guy charged him mm-hmm. beat him up in his car he tried to uh pull his gun couldn't pull his gun uh did get off a shot eventually the kid ran then turned and came back at him. He shot him. Uh, I, and I remember if he said, that, I think in the interview with the cop, he was saying he shot, he did not shoot the kid. And the uh, most of the tests, uh, the, the witnesses that I found, um, that I saw that were like, seemed to have their shit together, mm. um, said, yeah, he was shooting. We were wondering why the guy wasn't going down. So it seems like he was missing him. Right. And then he did shoot him at when he got, when the kid still didn't stop and was still coming. Then he shot him uh, multiple times. Right. As, as was, and I remember everybody in the media was very, oh, he shot him six times or seven bullets or whatever. And uh, the thing is, like, his, he, I remember, and this was something they talked about in the interview, and I swear I won't take up the whole podcast <laughs> with my analyzation of the grand jury <laughs> evidence, but uh, he was holding, he, the clip he had had 13 rounds in it. Okay. He expen- he, the kid was shot six times, I believe. They had six bullets in him. That when he, when he went to, they f- when they went and he sealed his gun when he got back to the uh, the, uh, the police station. Mm-hmm. And when they unsealed it, there was still a round in the chamber. So that's 12. seven bullets. That means... You know how you said it held 13? Yeah, holds 13. And there's one left, so there's 12 fired. So he has fired other bullets. The, my oh, point right, of right. it is he clearly fired shots that did not hit the teenager. Right. He was shooting in other directions. Mm-hmm. I assume, and many people, witnesses said that he was shooting for his legs and trying tried that didn't work Mm. kid was still coming shot him so basically what i've taken away from that is michael brown had the opportunity to not be killed yes at multiple points in the confrontation if he'd laid down or stopped before that before it even got to that point if if he had if he if he had if he and his friend or whoever was with him his friend yeah had Got stopped walking down the middle of the street and got on the sidewalk when the police officer asked him. That was that was one. That thing. That was the beginning of it. Yeah. If he hadn't decided to attack the officer before any physical provocation from the officer had happened, because right. the the statement that's given that again the forensics of the uh, the gun the bullets that were found I think they found two they actually found two shots were fired from inside the car. Yes. Um, all the evidence that, that, that does back up that story, the officer says as he tried to exit his vehicle, Mike Brown slammed the door shut and kept him and in That there was the whole start of the, right. the physical so violence. So that's, yeah. that's, that's option number two or opportunity number two to not get killed. Oh, he had many. Yeah. But like the, the main structure. And for starters, I just want to say it's horrible. And I, the person I feel worse for the most is the, poor, is, the kid, is the guy's parents. Yes. I feel terrible for them because losing a son is awful right. under any circumstances. But to find out that, you know, this is how it went down, and I don't know how they feel about it. Maybe they're just like that cop lied. I, 
I mean, if it's my kid, I'm probably saying that cop probably lied. I'm mad about it. Right. You don't want to think that about your kid. That's perfectly understandable. I'm totally, I totally sympathize with the parents. I feel awful for them mm-hmm. because it has to be a terrible feeling. But away from feeling for them on a on a what happened on a common sense level on a, on a level of this is what happened. Right. Yeah. It seems that the the officer acted within the rounds in his within the realms of his responsibilities as I, a police officer and for his own personal safety. I come from uh, my 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 father was a cop. He's now retired. My father actually was a cop that that went up the chain, went to detective, then to sergeant, then to lieutenant. Mm. He ended up actually working in an internal affairs department division in the police department. Yeah. So he dealt with complaints against cops. Uh, he dealt with potentially corrupt cops or situations that were not handled appropriately. Sure. My brother is currently a cop. So I come from, I, I will say that I come from that background. Right. And so there, there have been many times where I have heard the stories of friends of my father and now friends of my brother. I've, and, and, and people that they just acquaintances, even I've heard many stories of cops that are killed and cops that are killed by, I'm just going to say, a criminal. We don't need to throw a race into it. I could. It wouldn't help the conversation any. No, but I mean, and cops are killed by black and white criminals and yes. Latino criminals yes. and probably, cops, you know what, probably not criminals. Asian criminals. They seem to have their shit together. Oh, no, no, no. They just get away with it because they're ninjas. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, cops get killed by criminals. Cops get killed by unarmed criminals that cease to be unarmed when they take the firearm away from the right. cop. It has happened. It's sure. not unheard of. Mike Brown is six foot four, was six foot four, just under 300 pounds. He's a big guy. That makes him bigger than The Rock. The actual, um, the, uh, the, uh, most of the witnesses said, wow, there was a, there, well, there was this really big guy beating on a, on a police officer in his, in his car. Most of, pretty much all of the witnesses started with how large Mike Brown is and how much he was punching the crap out of that car. Right. Broke his orbital socket. So I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. Yes. So, but so what? What I'm getting at, and and this is going back to my first point of why this, for some reason, this does not seem to be the popular way of looking at it. Still, mm. is there are still people out there claiming that it was an unarmed black teenager that was. This is the one that gets me shot in the back when he had his hands up and he was begging not to be shot. That some people out there are still believing that. And that's fueling their hatred towards white people, towards cops, sure. towards anybody that will say anything in opposition to their belief. Yes. The evidence shows, I, I, I watched, I have not done as much reading on the evidence as you've done reading. I, I paid a lot of attention and rewatched the prosecutor's statement that he gave. Right. And what I liked about it was he did go and he hit every big key thing that was that has been just all over the media he he hit every single one and said this is the claim that was made this is the uh, this is what the evidence told us and mm. he made a point of saying not a single round entered from the back yeah no they didn't yeah, yeah I've, so I, I read the i read the report i read the autopsy report of michael brown mm. there was nothing in his back right. at all yeah so he was not shot in his the back. upper forehead which says to me that he was shot either lowering his head slightly but he was certainly not shot and they say he was not shot at close range. Right. With that, well, he, d- he did have he, the only close range wound he had was on his hand, which, which happened in the, the car. With a gun, he's struggling with a gun. It went off in the car and shot him his hand. He did right. get shot in his hand. 
And so he wasn't shot in the back. He no. was shot in the top of the head, like you said, and, and there were eyewitness accounts, including eyewitness accounts that were also black people. So it wasn't just, you know, uh, right, a racist. Yeah, no, no. That said that he had lowered his head and was charging. That's where the top of the bullet, the top of the head bullet came from. But here's the biggest thing to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out arbitrary numbers because I don't remember the exact numbers right now. Body was body was found. We'll say 15 feet. I know th- I know the numbers are wrong, but we'll say 15 feet from the cop. Blood trail goes back another 25 feet. That number I think is accurate. There was a 25-foot trail of blood that started further away than the body ended up. So that means that he came back towards the cop after he was shot. Oh, he did. So anybody that's now trying to say, you shot him once, he was trying to get away, you murdered him while he was trying to get away. No. He did try and flee at first after he'd been shot. Right. Then he came back for more. Well, I don't know. The way I've read with the police, because I read the, like I said, I've read, when what I've read, I didn't read anything about the blood trail. I don't know about that. Uh, but that could have been in a part I didn't read. Like mm. I said, there's 5,000 pages I did not read. Right. It I was not even clear a thousand. Yeah, so, it, was, it was one of the main the main points that the prosecutor uh, had made when he was. Oh, and the prosecutor. Speech. Okay. Um, so but the one that, uh, that if I were sitting on that grand jury that really caught mine was he'd been shot in the hand, mm-hmm. uh, ran away. And the cop said, "Freeze!" He got out of the cop. Cop got out of the car, pointed the guns at freeze. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Stop. I don't remember exactly the words, but he said, "Stop." Right. Uh, Michael Brown then stopped, turned around, and ran back at the cop. Right there. See, my dad taught me, <laughs> don't run at cops. Right. It's just a bad call. It's, it's not, especially good. if you happen to have just been attacking one of them. Right. If you've just been attacking one and he's been sh- you've been shot in the hand. You've clearly broken some laws at this point. Right. You need to get down on the ground and take what's coming to you. Cause right. it's and, and by that, I don't mean get beaten or, or get shot. No. Get, get arrested. arrested. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm saying that. Um, and I, it, the thing with Ferguson is it's gotten to the point where I remember even when I heard the story in early April, because I was, I was away on my fabulous vacation when this happened, mm-hmm. um, and I remember hearing the story, and I read a little bit about it in the news, and I remember thinking... It just doesn't seem to be a racial issue to me. Like it's to me, it sounds like they're trying to figure out whether homicide was committed. Did did this cop kill this kid in cold blood? Right. To me, it didn't really matter, like whether he was white or black or whatever. It just mm. seemed to me like why is everyone making this a race issue? The issue that everyone wants to make it, and that the media wants to make it, and I think everybody, a lot of people want to make it, is excessive force among cops. Right. Now you want to talk about that broad of an issue. Well, you have to talk about more than Michael Brown. You can't just say this one case with Michael Brown is proof that cops use too much, or the way the cops have acted in Ferguson is proof that the cops use too much force. That you're just you're just making it too small of a sample size. You have to go nationwide, and when you get bigger on it, sure, in some places the cops probably use too much force. The LAPD are sure they they can't can't go a week without somebody talking about getting beat up by the LAPD and you never right. know was it justified what is it not we don't know put some cameras on some cops so that I can know I, I fully support that as well I want that I think I don't understand they, why Obama has wear, not just made it happen they have to wear mics uh, for traffic stops they've got yeah. the dash cams for traffic stops I don't know I mean GoPros are not expensive no the technology is there yeah. if it's a big issue I'll gladly lead some sort of fundraiser to, to make it happen right because I just feel like that's the way to go, and 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 the thing is, I and I feel like I feel like you can say that, and, and it's not it's not even remotely uh, because we don't trust cops thing. That is yeah. a, that protects cops as much as it protects civilians, 
because, and, and you made this point to me earlier, it protects cops out there from false claims against things that they've done or haven't sure. done. Yeah. It also protects them because it it will help clean up. There, yes, there are corrupt cops. Oh, there's there are there. Are, I will go beyond it. There are racist asshole cops. Yes, you you know what it takes to be a cop in Los Angeles County? Because I looked into it once. Because I was looking for a job, and I'm like, I wonder if I could be a cop. It takes six months of school and three nights of ride along. That's it. If you want to be a police officer in this city, you sit in a class for six months, take some some uh, some physical courses, prove you can pass them. And go on a ride along for three nights, and we'll give you a gun and let you into the streets to protect people. Mm. That's got to change as well. I right. feel like you've got to go for like a year. Like there's got to be some kind of course, something. We need we need better equipped. We need to better equip our officers, not with with guns so much, but with knowledge right. of how to handle. Because then there's the whole situation, and I'll bring it up. Just the recent one in Cleveland of the 12 year old kid that got shot by a rookie cop. Rookie cop. Had he had more experience in the field, had he had more a time lot of, to work on that? A lot of things went wrong in that one. Like the a lot not, of things the, went wrong. The dispatcher but not letting him know it was right. That dispatcher was fake. Right, but the one of the factors that had to contribute was that this cop had been in the field for a month and oh, very green, really green cop. They need more training, and they need like again, I'll go back to it, need the cameras because if the cameras on that, boom. If 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 Darren Wilson has a camera on his person anywhere. We are having no riots, no nothing, nothing. The Ferguson well, issue that, is that's is wishful dead. thinking because the pro what because then the other issue that I that and this is where I I fear that maybe my viewpoint is not as popular mm-hmm. is that I think even with that we'd still have the rioting. I I'm of the mindset that no matter what that verdict came back on Monday night there was going to be rioting. There was either going to be celebratory rioting of yeah that's right we called it. We told you it. We told you it was racist. We told you he was corrupt, and you still and he still killed this guy. And he's he's gonna get away. Oh, he's gonna get jail time or fired. He's still gonna get away with murdering him. Boom, riot ensues. I feel like either way there was gonna be rioters because there's people that are the people that were rioting, like you've pointed out, the people that were rioting are not necessarily <laughs> the same people that are protesting. No, they're not. They're uh, they're, they're literally they're there because they they saw an excuse and and, a, and an opportunity to go commit more crime and steal. The the mentality in a mob is a very interesting dynamic and I there's been scientific studies on it. I have uh I've not been part of a bad mob, but let's let's just say I go to a Dodgers game, I'm technically kind of part of a mob. Right. We're a group of people. Well, we're and you're all, all there fans to cheer of on the Dodgers, Dodgers, so you are a bad mob. Right. And when the Cubs come into town, we abuse them and beat <laughs> them by a large number of runs usually. It's very tragic. Uh but except for that game we were supposed to go to, you guys got destroyed. That was the one game, yeah. That was the one game out of I three. stayed away. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Um, <laughs> but no, so when you're caught up in that, even when I go to like Dodger Stadium, I'm cheering for the Dodgers, it gets down to it. I mean, we're talking about a, a, base, a baseball game. Right. That's on the line for like a run. I'm cheer- We're cheering like crazy. We're going nuts in the stands. People are screaming. Things are going crazy. And that's a baseball game. Right. So the mob mentality that, I mean, the Lakers win a title and downtown L.A. gets looted. I mean, <laughs> which I still say, because that's another thing that a lot of people have said, you know, that th- they try and make an excuse for the looters and the rioters. Mm-hmm. And they say, they say, oh, yeah, well, they're upset because, you know, somebody was killed. You got, you know, you've got stupid idiots that go and do it uh, just because your team wins or loses. 
Yeah, those are idiots too. Right. Yeah. Neither neither one is right. Neither one is okay. I think we totally put the protesters. Not the protesters. They're great. The protesters are fine. The rioters. uh, The rioters argument. It doesn't matter what race you are. I've seen comments out there where they're talking about stupid, like stupid black people out there burning things down. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not the race. It's stupid. Yeah, you know, it's stupid. Was where you needed to stop there. They're stupid and they're 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 idiots and they're causing more. They're they're causing immense and immeasurable damage, not just to themselves. But to the cause of of that the protesters are protesting for, right? They they have a point, and they're mad about police violence. Okay, cool. I'll listen to them because they're talking reasonably. If you're burning down a little Caesars, that has nothing to do with anything other than depriving people of delicious five dollar pizzas, right? Which I think we can all agree is a huge crime. You know, they got a pretzel pizza now. I want to try. I, they don't have one in Ferguson because <laughs> they burned it down. You idiot. I think that would tell you one of the most tragic things I saw, actually. I don't know if you've seen the picture of the vine. Uh, it, there's, a, there's a still from the vine. Uh, it's this, um, uh, how, I, I don't know his race, but he, he looks like he's Indian or Southeast Asian of some kind. Um, he's a guy standing in his convenience store, which is just absolutely destroyed. Well, I think actually, I could be wrong on this, but I, I saw the picture you're talking about, and I actually saw it split-screened. Um, I think it's the same guy that was... That got robbed by Mike Brown. It was the point. Oh yeah, I heard that. Going, I don't know if it's true or not. I've I've seen it like alluded to, but mm-hmm. I've not seen any hard of it. Like the guy doesn't say I got robbed by Mike Brown. Could have been. I don't right. Know. But uh. But regardless, regardless, the guy didn't have anything to do with it. It even let's say it is the dude. It's the dude that that Mike Brown robbed. Even if it is, it's literally a pointless issue because. Uh, they the poor guy is standing there in the shell of his store. Right, his whole business. Is yeah, gone. is destroyed. Um. There is no such thing as rioters insurance. Right. As far as I know, I know I don't think if if there is you have to buy it separately. It is not covered by regular business insurance, I believe. Right. Um so that man's store was destroyed by a bunch of assholes. Mm-hmm. And he's just like the look on his face is heartbreaking. Right. And I'm just like that what so right there I'm just like nope, for, sorry rioters, you should all go to jail. You're Absolutely. you're awful people. Um and you decided to make this about whether you need to to rob the Toys R Us. The Toys R Us. Really? Really? Well, the, the Toys one, R Us. The one that was just I mean it's it's all despicable and and in my in my opinion all it does is it is it it's just one really big step towards proving all the bigots in the world right, unfortunately. That's the problem is yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden you get all the people coming out of the closet, well look at those black people rioting and you're like, well, a it's not all black people, there were white people involved too, but beyond that, it makes it look bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it yeah, it's and not good. Um, and I know you wanted to look more into the the root cause of the issue because it because because it, like you said it it's not just what happened in Ferguson. Oh, yeah, this has been the brewing issue. for a while. It's yeah, it's like Ferguson was the most recent catalyst, but there's a bigger issue. Before you get to that, one thought that I've had on this, which is uh, might sound silly to some people, is that it is actually it it's not a race issue like you said. The media has made it a race issue. Yes, and I think that what things that you're about to, about to talk about will enlighten as to why it does lend itself towards like there's there's racial tension there's a there's a sure but, but this issue in ferguson before we go broad spectrum this issue in ferguson it is not a race issue because i could tell you the same story we could take race out of it i could tell you that there was a white suspected criminal mm. that gets stopped by a white cop the white criminal then mouths off to the cop attacks the cop continues to attack the cop to the point where the cop has to put him down 
family members of white criminal and other white friends and community members are upset because the white criminal was unarmed and he was shot down by the white cops. So the white the white uh, population is furious and protesting and they begin rioting and looting. All of that is still a shitty situation. Oh, it's all no race has nothing to do with it. No, no, it was, it was just a truly awful situation for right. all concerned. Hot August day. People are pissed off already because it's probably <laughs> hot as hell in St. Louis. Oh, God. Human. Clearly, Mike Brown is not having a good day. He's just robbed a store of mm. cigars, which is right. weird. Swisher, Swisher Sweets. They're not even like expensive ones. Yeah, um, so he's, whatever's going on with Mike Brown, he's not having a good day. Right. Uh, cop comes along and tells him to get off the street because he's walking down the middle of the street. Things go horribly wrong. Yeah, I, d- I just didn't see where race came out. Like, at no yeah. point does race enter into that. Other than, yeah, one person's skin is white and one person's skin is black. You're correct. Therefore, I guess you have to say on some level, sure. But to me, it just seemed like when I once, and particularly now that it's come out, I'm like, now that the grand jury evidence is out and it seems like what has happened has happened, I'm like, Mm. it wasn't a racial issue. No. The cop was fighting for And it wasn't a criminal issue either as far as the cop, from the cop's end of things. It was literally, there was a criminal committing a crime and a police officer stopped it. Yes. The way that needed to be done, because unfortunately, whether or not he would have gone for the cop's gun to shoot him, fine. We can't. Let's not make that. No, nobody that knows. Yeah, no. But the size disparity and the f- and the beating that he had already laid on the cop in his own car. Right. There is no, there's no way to think that, I. There's no way to think that he was gonna stop before that cop is dead. I, I once upon a time was jumped by a group of white rednecks <laughs> in the town of the Grand, and I was beaten up. Pretty not 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 as bad as the cop, but mm. I got a pretty damn good black eye, and uh, my jaw was really sore. So obviously, I'm not talking about the same level beating here. But a group of three guys jumped on me and started kicking the shit out of me. If I'd had a gun, I would have been firing. I'm just oh, gonna yeah. say I would have I would have I would have hated to kill someone. But at that point, I was terrified that right. I was gonna get killed. I mm. was really worried that I was going to die. I I thought these three guys are just they're drunk and they've saw me walking down the street and they've decided to get out. And kick the shit out of me. And I'm very worried that they're not going to stop until one of them hits and me. And you're not a small person either. How tall no. are you? Six foot three. So, yeah, you're you're actually just barely shorter than Mike Brown. You've got a significant less amount of girth. Um, sure. But, but you're, not, you're not a little guy. No. I Yes, I'm tall and uh, I'm the heavier so that's sad. <laughs> but... Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm, and these guys were beating the crap out of me and I was just terrified. I'm, I, I'm going to die. Uh, so... Beyond that, um, so I, I would say the the seeds of Ferguson. If I as as I've been thinking about it, and uh, when I went back and was sort of figuring it out, I was like, well, why why do black people in Ferguson not trust the police force? Because clearly, they don't trust the cops in that town, and they they and, may and have. You could, you could go outside that town even. You could just say sure, that America. largely and throughout the country. Throughout the country, police are not viewed with a lot of respect, or well, not even respect with trust. They're mm. not they're not trusted. Therefore, they're not treated with respect, uh, which is, is causes a lot of problems for a lot of people. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from there's a pervasive culture in black music, particularly. There's a song literally from 25 years ago called Fuck the Police. Right. And uh, there's a lot of songs about, you know, fighting the, you know, fight the cops, beat, beat the cops down, shoot the cops. There, there's I, there's a lot of songs. There's a song that came out this year that I'm I'm actually f- I like the song. It's a really good song. But the first four bars, the guy literally says we should shoot a policeman, and I'm like I I disagree with you vehemently. Even though your beats are sick and fresh, <laughs> I do not agree that we should shoot policemen. That is wrong. Um, 
but in the song he later on the next few bars he talks about how he feels like a hunted man by the police now that is something i could i could be like oh so as a black male a lot of a lot of black men express the feeling that they're targeted by police mm. they are hunted sure i mean hunting being a really harsh i wouldn't say that the police are like strapping on in black people season though it can seem like that in some areas i'm sure my point being I'm just picturing the signs that would be posted. Right? Really <laughs> awful. Uh, the KKK would be like, yay, and be like, oh, you're They probably actually people. have already printed some of those signs. Oh, God, they probably have. Actually, no, I guarantee they probably have. Oh, God. Now I'm just thinking of who is that guy with the N-word head ranch? Oh. That, the governor guy. Oh, jeez. Well, it was anyway. Romney, wasn't it? No, I think it was Rick, uh, Rick Perry Rick from Perry? Texas. Yeah, it was okay. him. He was the guy formerly named that. Anyway, America's fun racial past aside, right. the part I was talking about is I think a lot of Ferguson can go back to African-American communities largely at time. Some, some of them do not trust the police in their area because they've been the targets in something called that we, we instituted in the 80s called the War on Drugs. Mm. When you start having a- We didn't do it. It wasn't you and me. It was, it was Reagan. I, no, I did. I was there. Oh, you I, did? Yes. 1982. Uh, I, I, I wait, it wasn't 82 when they declared the war. Whenever they were there, I was there. I was a, a young child at the time. And uh, I got together with Regan, and I was like, guys, we need to wipe out all drugs. We need to get rid of every drug ever, guys. We got to get rid of them. And Regan was like, you're right, Brian. Let's do it. <laughs> well, the child said we should go for it. Yep. And so they did. They implemented my decision to start the war on drugs. See, now I know that you can't declare war on things that don't exist. Drugs exist. But they I exist, get but you can't declare on the idea. That like, big of a concept, yeah. I, just like you can't declare a war on terror, you cannot declare a war on all drugs. That's right. just not a drug war. It's not a war. A, I'm sorry, you're the U. it's like the U.S. sometimes gets too big. We're going to fight sadness. Do it. Ah, like somehow <laughs> you can fight it. Like, no. They, well, they could. They could legalize weed. That would help. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's these are pretty sad people on weed. Um, on it or because they can't? Because they can't, probably mostly. So once they start a war on drugs, drugs are largely sold in communities that don't have as much money. Communities that don't have, an, uh, have as much money in America tend to be communities that are majority black or yeah. minority. Although, to be fair, there are also, like in La Grande, Oregon, oh, yeah. there aren't a lot of minorities in that uh, in that town at all. But Barely you any, still yeah. have the 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 lower income, poorer people, people oh, yeah. white, were still there was still a pretty big drug problem. They love to sell meth. Right. They love it. Yes. And they can't get enough of it. Right. So it so it's in it yes, it is you're what you're saying I just want to interject because I don't want people to think that we're because this is another thing I've seen people get attacked for on social media. Sure. Is people people will hear that and they will they will actually come after you and say Oh well, you're just you're lumping all black people into the into the ghettos and into the into the right. drug problem. It's like no, it is white people too. It's where you're saying low income, low income communities and neighborhoods yeah. tend out. And here in L.A., I've been to some of the low income neighborhoods, driven through them on my way to work when mm. I was on the train. They are predominantly made of black people. Right. And it is a shame, and I we need to do something about it. But it is a fact. But it, it, but it, it's a fact, and I think we need to fix it. Obviously, it would be great if we could find a way to help those communities to not be low income. I think that would that would probably win the war on drugs right there. Hey, hey, Regan or Ghost of Regan, I solved it. <laughs> well, what I'm, do you got? I'm really I, I'm I'm way older now, but I think I've totally figured out how to win the war on drugs. We just make it so that there aren't poor people. Oh, I know, I know. I sorry, I couldn't figure it out in your lifetime. Uh, 
Say say hi to Elvis for me. Will uh, do. <laughs> so now that I've solved the war on drugs. Um, and spoken to a ghost of a And president. spoken to the ghost of Regan. Uh, I'm glad we approached this with so much respect. <laughs> but my point is within this, uh, well, like you said, you're correct. I'm not saying all black people are poor. And there's a lot of... I, I And you're not saying that all poor communities are, are inhabited by black people. Right. Um, but it, it does happen that way. Therefore, black communities felt targeted mm-hmm. by the police, got angry, which mm-hmm. anybody would when you're being targeted by someone. Right. And that's led to the state of mistrust between a lot of communities and a lot of uh, and uh, And police. even in that, there is some, there is a lot of validity to what you just said. But even in that, um, another point that that can be made, though, is the same people that are getting angry for being targeted mm. do have are committing crimes. There are some among them, yes. And and so it's I've seen I've seen some interesting videos and statements out on the internet in the last few days. It's been it's been it's been rough being on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I I have to do it. Uh, as part of my work promoting other things that 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 our company has going on, sure. Um, <laughs> oh, it's it's dark right now. It is. There's it there's is some people that have there. some some very loud opinions about it, and some of them don't have informed opinions, and some of them do have informed right. opinions, and they're still wrong, or they're right. Or I mean, here's the thing, and this is what uh, the night that everything was going down with the rioting, my brother and I were sitting around. And we were listening to the police scanner, or he was listening to the police scanner, and I was following some uh, some live streams. It's it's important to point out you were doing this because of what was going on. This isn't your regular occurrence. You no, this is what we do. On a, this, nope, scanner. this is what we do. <laughs> we love to listen to the police scanner from Ferguson. We've been doing it for a couple <laughs> years. Uh, Christmas Day at our house is just a hoot. Um, <laughs> but uh, I remember we were we were listening. To, he was listening to it, and, and we were both starting to just be like, "Man, this is crazy." And then I I don't know. I just. I had this thought in my mind, like, you know what? I am not black, and I'm not from Ferguson. So I don't think, really, that any opinion I have about how the cops treat people in Ferguson is legitimate. I'm also not a police officer in the city of Ferguson. So I cannot state how the black community treats police in Ferguson. So if you're out there and you're making Facebook posts and you're doing all this, please acknowledge that you are uninformed because basically you aren't someone that's there. If you don't have firsthand knowledge of what's going on, then you're listening to secondhand accounts at best. Now, what you're probably reading and seeing on the internet in articles and on the TV and everything is reporters who've talked to someone who talked to someone who talked to someone who talked to something that totally saw what happened. Mm -hmm. It's all a lot of BS being sprayed around right now. And my advice is to everyone is keep your head down, give it some time. The truth will come out and has it has started to come out. And I think it will continue. Um, y- you just can't. I mean, I remember after nine 11, people didn't know what the hell had happened for like a month or two afterwards. Right. So I, there's just no way we're going to know with this, how things went down unless you were there or you are part of the community. And if, as far as the murder or homicide goes or killing or whatever we're calling it. Um, however, that went down. The only people that really know are the cop and Michael Brown. Mm-hmm. And that's all we've got. Really. We've got some witnesses who say they saw some stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what we've got. And we've got forensics evidence that, that does. Right. We got forensics evidence backs up. Sure. All these other things, but essentially 
everyone's opinion right now is secondhand to an awful thing that happened. And if you go beyond that to the racial argument, if your racial argument is how black people are treated in Ferguson or anywhere in the country, if you're not a black person, I don't think you really know how black people are treated in the country. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. If you're not a cop, you don't know what it's like to have to walk or drive on the streets at night where there's people out there with some guns that may shoot at you and kill you. I mean, there's so honestly, anytime I, this is basically all this is me coming back to your, your Facebook sadness. The thing that has made me be able to go on Facebook and be like, whatever is that person's post is probably interesting and I'll read it, but they are not an an expert. They are not anything. They are a person on Facebook with an opinion. That's it. That's all I am. That's all you are. It's all anybody is right now. And I think it's human nature when you have an emotional reaction. I think it's natural to want to vent and express it. Sure. But what I would say is it's important to just, on both sides of it, Oh yeah. the the most important thing is to just keep in mind that people have different life experiences, people have different opinions, people have different feelings, and all of them are valid. For things you've stated, there is not just in the black community, mm. in, in any community that has that has dealt with uh, targeting from law enforcement, whether it's warranted or not. Sure. The cops stopped a car carload of any certain type of people in any certain type of area, whether it's a couple people that look like maybe they were possibly meth heads in LeGrand or some people that look like they might have been black guys in Ferguson that might potentially be I was, up to I was going to say, I know a few trailer parks in LeGrand that definitely warrant some targeting by the right. police of LeGrand. There was an interesting uh, video on Facebook, a perspective of, of, of a black male who was saying, uh, what was it? Uh, w- uh, was it responsibility or responsibility? Yeah. Check and him out. He's got some interesting points. It doesn't cover everything, but it's definitely got a lot of good stuff to say. Right. And and one of the like a quotable line from that that stuck with me was he said he he talked about that. You know, he's like you'll pull over a car full. Of, he said pull over a car a car full of brothers, and uh, and you know what? Turns out one of you's got a warrant, one of you's got a gun, and one of you has drugs. Yeah, they're gonna keep doing it. He says you go to a crap table and you keep rolling sevens, you're gonna keep rolling the dice. You start crapping out every once in a while, you're going to stop rolling the dice. So yeah. he says, quit committing the crimes. If they keep pulling you pulling cars over and coming up empty-handed, eventually they're going to stop pulling those cars over. Well, that's that's how African-Americans won the civil rights thing. Right. Is they kept saying, stop treating us like we're not people. We're people. And they kept making their point eloquently and with civil... Yeah, as people, as individuals, saying, we're individuals. We, you know, we deserve the same rights as you. And they proved it. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, I wish we lived in a society where they didn't have to prove that fact, but we do, and they did. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right here. And the the response to Dan Bildy guy is a little bit right. With unfortunately, a little bit of the black community is has to prove, like, hey, we are not those people. That's not us. Right. And, and it's sad to say you have to prove awful that you're not. Say. But here but we that's are. That's the situation that has been created. Yeah. I yeah. I I wish I wish it weren't so. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I will stand with you in protest peacefully and uh quiet and not quietly sure we can be loud but i will stand with you peacefully to protest uh crappy treatment when it is warranted when 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 it is warranted i will be the first to stand up and say that's not right Mm. but i think in the case of ferguson bringing it all around i cannot conscientiously stand up and say that a crime was committed right in my mind it wasn't right and a tragedy did occur sure oh yeah no like i said i feel awful for the guy's uh, parents and his family there i feel i feel bad for him i feel bad for mike brown yeah. i i nobody wants to end their life that way you know 
but you make but it comes back to responsibility. You committed a crime, a cop attempted to arrest you and you resisted and you didn't just resist, you really beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. and uh threatened basically his life and he defended himself. That responsibility says you you fucked up. <laughs> well, and that's kind of our take on the whole situation. Take it for what it is. Hopefully we didn't offend anybody. Hopefully maybe, you know, we helped bring some some of the confusing things that you're hearing out in the media to to maybe more of a narrow more light. clarity. Yeah, sure. there you go. Or or we uh, or we muddied the water. I don't know, but uh, who knows? I feel like if at least if people are talking about it, uh n- nations are like a person. If you bottle it up, it explodes in anger and rage. Whereas mm. if you talk about it, I feel like you're at least getting it out there. Even if you're just screaming slurs at each other, you're talking about it. That's not the most positive way to deal with it. We'd obviously obvi- we'd we'd obviously prefer to talk in a in a humane and 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 good way about it. Mm. But but I figure talking about it is what's going to be best for America about Ferguson. Yep. If we if we talk through it, I think we'll get there. Right. And we'll come out to the right decision whatever that is we'll get there putting cameras on cops and for those of you that did listen through this thing uh we do want to thank you for listening Uh, again we wanted to take a moment and talk about it sometimes we need to step away from the the entertaining funny stuff of the world and really look at what's going on in it and i feel like that's uh, that's what we did today coming up later in the week we are going to actually have uh hopefully a funny episode of yes. this uh, of final hour and w- in which we will will discuss uh the impending uh holidays and uh and the the shopping craze that is about to be upon it's us actually come, yeah. let's face it um uh it's kind of already here a lot of the stuff has already started but true. um but anyway the ship has launched the ship has launched more of that in the next episode again thank you for listening this has been final hour with the west coast neighbors i'm seth I'm Brian. And we will catch you next time. Don't let me you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody This has been a Dry Run production.